Good morning. Welcome back to some conversation about finding God in the midst of where we are right now. And uh, might be just a good time to check in with each other and ask, how are you doing as uh, we enter into the conversation today? Uh, if I'm going to ask you that question, uh, I'll volley back to you and tell you where I am uh, this morning on this Wednesday. I am, uh, I think, just dealing, uh, responding internally to the uh, announcement yesterday, uh, Monday from the governor with regards to uh, kind of pushing perhaps the stay-at-home mandate uh, back all the way up to perhaps now even May 1st. And uh, uh, hey, it's not his fault. I absolutely agree with the governor. I think it's a, it's a prudent move. It's a wise move. I trust him. I trust the decision. However, I, I think if I was honest with myself on Monday and even yesterday and this morning, I think I'm surprised that um, the announcement was made. I'm certainly disappointed <laughs> that the announcement was made. And uh, if I'm honest with myself, I think I had expectations that Easter was the day and that everything would go back to normal. And I think I'm just a little deflated um, as I think about a stay-at-home mandate all the way to May 1st. And I think uh, probably a lot of us perhaps are maybe dealing with that. I'm not quite sure how you're doing, but I think it's important for us to be honest with how we're doing with everything. Um, let me name a couple things that might be happening in your heart. Um, just want to encourage any of us who are experiencing cabin fever right now, right? Um, maybe you're running out of stuff to do at home, or maybe your house is feeling smaller and smaller just because you've been in your house for longer and longer. And maybe... Uh, for some of us, uh, kind of the romance of, uh, hey, this might be fun, is kind of wearing off, and maybe you're feeling just the tensions at home with either your kids or your, your spouse or just your family in general. And gosh, for some of us, we're just maybe struggling with the, the stay-at-home mandate um, as it kind of wears into week two now. I want to name something because I think sometimes when people have the courage to put words to something, it gives us the freedom to say, okay, I can talk to God about that. Some of us are resenting COVID-19. Um, maybe you miss your old life and the, the things that you used to be able to do. You know, no one asked our permission on this thing. Uh, it just kind of just happened, and it was imposed upon us. And, you know, we here in our culture, we get to choose things all the time, and we didn't get to choose this. This was kind of imposed upon us. And it's easy for us to have resentment about what's happening, even resent the circumstances that we find ourselves in. And um, maybe there's some resentment for those who aren't honoring the stay-at-home mandate. I was in some conversation with people over the weekend, and I was listening to what they were doing for the weekend. And, um, you know, I, I would certainly hope that all of us are, are adhering to the governor's uh, mandate, but... But there can be a little quiet resentment in some of our hearts as we look at other people who are doing this or that. And uh, it's just important to be aware of everything that might be going on inside our hearts right now. And then finally, just want to encourage any of us who just might be afraid, right? Afraid of the future, right? You know, when you think about the um, pushing back the stay-at-home mandate, perhaps till May 1st, some of us can ask, well, why did the governor do that, right? Is, are, are things as bad as they say? And is this thing real? Um, most of us uh, by now probably know someone who's been exposed or maybe even someone who's sick. Please, God, some of us even know perhaps people uh, in our extended world who have lost their life, perhaps even from COVID-19. So there can be a fear, right, of, uh, gosh, what's happening? We've never been here before. 
Um, there can be a fear of the unknown, and, and those unknowns can kind of mount up in our hearts. And, and so I think there's a question, perhaps, inside of a lot of our hearts right now, of how long is this going to last? Right? It can either come from cabin fever or it can be a fear of the announcements that either the president made on Monday or the governor made on Monday. So there can be a fear in our hearts. Right? How long is this going to last? And I wonder if, if, if you're asking that question too, right? How long is this going to last? The question itself reminds us that we're in some very unique times where uh, the, the question of how long is this going to last, it, it reveals that there's a threat, right, in our lives that is making us feel uncomfortable. And the fact that none of us really know the answer to that question, I think even kind of adds a lot of cloud around our hearts or can intensify the fact that it's, it's disturbing that no one can give us the answer. Like uh, we're used to being able to get what we want, right? We're, if we're honest with ourselves, right? We're used to being able to have precision to find the answer on the Internet instantaneously. And there is no answer to some of the questions that we're asking right now, especially, gosh, how long is this going to last? And I think we want resolution, but we can't find the resolution. And there could be a tension in our hearts. And I wonder if you have that tension in your heart right now. Now, imagine if today God could speak to that. Okay, so let me just kind of paint a picture of what's happening in a lot of our hearts. And and as I kind of paint this picture, stay with me and see if some of it kind of names where you are right now. All right, so a lot of us are asking a question, how long is this going to last? How much longer are we going to be here? Let me tell you why you're asking that question. Be- because we're out of control, right? Uh, we, in our culture, we are used to being in control. We, we make choices. We kind of govern our life, right? And, and coronavirus did not ask our permission, right? It, it kind of changed all of our lives. And so we're, we're out of control. And when you and I are out of control, every one of us, we instinctively look for something that we can control, like an answer to a question, right? So I've been a priest for 19 years. What, what do you think the most commonly asked question at a funeral is. Why? Right? And I get that question asked all the time. Now, I rarely say this, but if I might make myself a little vulnerable here and be honest with you, what I could say sometimes is this. If I had the answer to that question, we'd still be at a funeral. Right? We're not asking the question because we want the answer. Right? We're asking the question because we want something to hold on to. Right? That's why we do things like that. So we're asking the question, how long is this going to last? Because a lot of us need something to hold on to. And we don't have anything to hold on to. That's why we're asking that question. You see, when we're out of control, we want something we can't control, like an answer. Like, why is this happening? Or, or whose fault is it? Or when is it going to go away? So when we're out of control, we ask these questions so that we can give ourselves something to hold on to. Now, here's the good news. And that's good news. When you're looking for something to hold on to, God is holding on to you. Let me say that again. 
We're all looking for something we can hold on to. That's why we're asking the question, how long is this going to last? And as you're looking for something to hold on to, God is already holding on to you. That's the best news I think we can hear from anybody about anything at any point in our life. So here's here's the thing. The hope is just to live in the present moment. Right? So what happens is when we're out of control right here in the present moment, we, we ask a question, how long is this going to last? Right? And what does it do? It takes us into the future. Right? So now we're dealing with the anxiety now, but we're looking to the future. And here's the thing about the future. Chasing the future is like chasing smoke. You're never going to get it. Right? So, so we're, even if we had the answer in the future, like we're still going to be dealing with stuff, the anxiety in the present moment. Right? So... It's about living in the present moment. That's where we're going to find God, and that's where we're going to find help in the midst of all of this. It's about living in the present moment. And that, in the present moment, is where we're going to find God holding on to us as we are looking for something to hold on to. So what's the, what's the one thing that you can do today? Like, we don't have to fix coronavirus. We don't have to fix our families. Just what's one simple thing that you and I can do today? Just one thing. Well, let go of the question. Or let go of having to have the answer. How long is this going to last? I don't know. But if I gave you the answer, what would that give you? Right? See, in the present moment, which is where we have to live and where we're in relationship with people, where God is, right? If we could let go of the pursuit of that answer, and if we could just stay present in the present moment today, I'm promising you, you're going to have a little bit more peace and a little bit less anxiety about the future. A couple of things that we might do. Focus on the present moment. Stop watching the news as much as you are. Trust me, if something pops up, you're going to get it, right? But for those of us who are almost like now incessantly or almost in addiction or compulsively watching news, stop watching the news. Stop reading everything on social media and stop believing everything on social media, right? It's important for us to put our attention on something that's going to be healthy for us and put our attention on something that's going to be helpful for us. And in the present moment, right, rediscover what you can do. Like be with people. Rediscover what you can do, which is, of course, pray. And every day I've been giving you a psalm. And the psalm that I find helpful for us today, at the end of the day, gosh, if we could find hope in Psalm 42. Psalm 42, it's a beautiful psalm that I think gives us something that we can kind of wrap our minds around and then it kind of takes us out of the anxiety and makes us, I think, more disposed to God. Psalm 42. Now, I'm not going to pray all of it with you, but I am going to pray a couple of verses with you. I'm going to bless you. And I'm hoping that the blessing can be pointed about the need for us to ask, how long is this going to last? And the answer is not really in that question, but the answer, I think, is in Psalm 42. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. As a deer longs for flowing streams, so longs my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. 
When shall I come and behold the face of God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. It's almost like God's asking us, listen to this. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God. For I shall again praise him, my Savior and my God. Heavenly Father, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you are faithful. And while you know the future, we're going to find you in that present moment. In the present moment for anyone today who's listening, who's, who's asking the question, how long is this going to be? Anyone who's needing it to be shorter rather than longer because they're struggling right now. Lord Jesus, anyone who's struggling with fear today, be with them. anyone knows what that psalmist is talking about of having a soul that's cast down lift them up and for those of us who need something to hold on to remind us that you are holding on to us Lord if we can't see where that is show us where you are if we can't hear your voice speak even louder and if we can't feel your presence Lord today, in the present moment, help us just to to know you're there. And all that is beautiful about you and all that is faithful about you and in all that is messy in us, I ask today that you would bless us. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.